There's some good dirt not far from here, just on the other side of the old parsonage. It's in a garden that was recently planted by some good farmers. They were some of the kids of our youth group and a few of their parents. They're good sowers because they placed each seed carefully on the tops of each row with plenty of space in between for the roots to grow. Each seed was gently pushed down into the dirt to just the right depth so that the seed would germinate. The garden was diligently watered and if you go back there and and take a look at it, you'll see that the seeds have sprouted and things are growing really well. They're going to bear good fruit or vegetables, mostly and herbs, but you know what I mean. Our youth, our kids, are competent sowers. Not like the one of our parable in our gospel reading for today. What kind of what kind of farmer is that guy? He scatters the seed all over the place. Onto rocks and thorns. Some of you are farmers. And most of us have gardened even just a little bit. Is that responsible sowing? To just toss the seed anywhere? Doesn't seem like it. It's kind of a waste. You know what I'm talking about, right? Just like you know what the parable of the sower is about. You've heard it many, many times. It's about faith. It's about belief in Jesus Christ. You're here because you understand the things of the kingdom of God. Jesus says to his disciples in this parable that understanding has been given to them regarding the things of the kingdom, but the crowds that are gathering around Jesus, they don't understand. See, if I'm guessing correctly, or even partly right, you may think this parable is about you. You know, like Jesus is asking you through this parable to consider what kind of dirt you are. A kind of self-examination lesson so as to curb you to live a more righteous life. Are you the hard kind of dirt, like on the path? Has the evil one come along like a bird and snatched away your faith? Or are you like the rocky dirt? Did you hear about Jesus with joy at first, but when others criticized you and reviled you on his account, your joy withered away because there was no depth of soil for your faith to take root? Are you like dirt with thorns that choke out your faith because the cares of the world and money are more important to you? Or are you good dirt because you hear the word and understand it and bear good fruit a hundred times more than expected? If this parable were indeed Jesus asking us what kind of dirt we are, wouldn't we all want to answer him, Oh yes, Jesus, I'm the good dirt. I got fruit growing out of my ears. I'm so good. See, I believe that if that were the case, if this parable were meant for us to hear and examine ourselves, a more honest response to Jesus would be something like, Well, Jesus, what day is it? Because today I feel like dirt with rocks in it. Tomorrow I don't know. If it's a good day and things seem like they're going good and the church, with the church and people are coming to faith, I might feel like good dirt. The next day, who knows? We'll see. To which case then, this parable wouldn't really seem to be very helpful, would it? 
Why would Jesus bother asking us to reflect on our wavy faith meter? After all, He's the one who creates faith. He's the one who creates faith in us with His Holy Spirit. Without Him, we, can do, we can't do anything. He knows more about you and your faith than you do. He's got the whole church in His care and supervision. I mean, to be good dirt all the time? You'd have to have a faith so strong and so consistent. If that is you, then God bless you. As for the rest of us, this parable seems more law than gospel because we're asking ourselves all the time, Lord, why isn't this working? Why do I not have faith like I feel I should, like my neighbor does? Why aren't the things I want happening or, or why aren't other people's faith and dedication to God growing? I'm ministering to them. I'm loving them as Jesus says. I'm doing things for them. See, I believe we need to put all that aside and take a fresh look at this parable by going back to the crowd that's gathering around Jesus. This parable is more about them, not us. But what Jesus says about them is every bit as important to us as it was to the disciples. The four kinds of dirt Jesus talks about it is that crowd of people on the beach listening to Jesus as he teaches them from the boat. Among these people are those who truly want to hear and find out what Jesus is all about and believe. Others in that great crowd are cynical, even downright against Jesus because he's not a good Jew. He works on the Sabbath and hangs out with sinners and tax collectors. And others are there because they just came along to see what was going on, to see what all the excitement is about. Otherwise, they don't care. All these people are the dirt you see that Jesus talks about. And Jesus is telling them the things of the kingdom of God. He's, he's throwing the seeds out among all of them, not just the ones whose hearts are ready to believe and obey, but to everyone. Jesus is the irresponsible farmer who recklessly sows but that's just the way it seems to us. If we were the sower in the kingdom of God, we would rather do it like we did our garden out by the parsonage. Nice and evenly planted, every seed pushed into its proper depth. No seeds were planted outside the garden perimeter. We pulled out all the rocks from the dirt. The secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to us in the scriptures. The word we understand and we want to do things right. But what does it really mean to us though when Jesus says there will be people who will hear God's word and never understand and they will see the works of God either through creation or through the church and never perceive that there is a God at work. That there's people whose hearts have grown dull and they can barely hear with their ears the things of God and their eyes are closed to these things too. I don't know about you, but it gives me great comfort that Jesus says that to me. It gives me a kind of rest knowing that I'm not responsible for the faith of anyone. And neither are you. My job and yours as a disciple of Christ is to cast the seed out there recklessly like the sower in the parable, and let God and the Holy Spirit do the watering and the germinating and the sprouting 
and the growing to produce the fruit. The purpose of this parable was originally that the crowds would hear and learn, but also that the disciples would not lose heart and give up sowing when they saw that the fruits of their labors didn't look as spectacular as they might have expected or imagined. It was so their courage and strength would be sustained in the face of opposition and hatred and just plain being ignored. I mean, I think for you and I today in our society, witnessing to Jesus and being ignored or dismissed is what we deal with mostly. It's discouraging, no doubt, no doubt about it. But Jesus knows this. He's not wringing his hands over declining churches in America because they're growing in other places. The whole world is a garden of dirt of all four kinds. The question is, do we lose heart and give up? Well, do we? Absolutely not. (laughs) Jesus will always have his work for us to show people the Father and receive eternal life. The quality of the dirt may change from time to time, through the times, but he says there will be some who will not hear and believe and there will be some who will. So let's not give up because there is some good dirt out there in Sherwood. I know it gets hard when we don't have enough volunteers for this and that activity or why our message isn't packing them in here on Sundays. We have to keep our pride in check and not let in or not let the sin cloud our fix on Jesus who writes faith on our hearts and perfects it. More importantly, Jesus paid the price of our sin of pride when he died on the cross for us. He forgives not only our pride, the bad kind, but all our sin. Even the sin that's in our bodies that causes death. He restores our bodies and our souls and has promised to resurrect us with new and incorruptible bodies on the last day. What keeps us farmers farming or sowing and us disciples proclaiming is that good news. And Jesus has promised that some seed will produce a wonderful harvest. That's exciting to watch and it's happening right now in our midst. So we pray. O divine sower, keep us from becoming discouraged as we entrust our lives to you and your word and seek to share your message of salvation with others. Amen.